Hello and welcome to another podcast. And I didn't know if we'd get around to doing one on Friday because things were a bit weird in my life, as you will hear in the podcast. I mean, you don't hear about the really important thing. I spent most of the time trying to do sealant in the shed. Actually, maybe you do hear about that in the podcast. But the, the thing is, I got that all over my fingers as well. So again, another day of no fingerprints. So I'm off to do crimes later. Meanwhile, you can listen to this, a podcast made from what we did on radio earlier today. I was going to do a weird phone-in probably about condiments or something. You know what I'm like. But what we might need to mention today is something that's happened over the last 24 hours. So, previously on the show, do the voiceover. Previously on the show. Yesterday, I sat down here and thought, I know, we'll have a chat about how funny this situation is. There's a different radio presenter called Steve Allen, works on LBC, got in trouble for making some comments about Tilly Ramsey. So yesterday on the show, for, I think it was just under two hours, it might have been just over two hours, we talked about that, and I was pointing out that I'm not that Steve Allen. A tweet went out where we managed to find how to italicise letters so that the word that could be in italics on a tweet, saying, it's not that Steve Allen. And we, yeah, we had a joke, we had a laugh, we had a joke, there's a podcast of it if you want to track it down. And then, me and the missus went out for Dindins last night, and I got a message from someone on my phone saying, um, there's a news website that's used your photo of of you versus Tilly Ramsey. And they had, I looked on this news website and they'd used a picture of my face. Now this, first of all, I'm not that Steve Allen. Secondly, I'm not that Steve Allen. And thirdly, I'm not beep, 67 years old. I, I might not be an attractive person. I might not be looking good for my age, but I'm looking good for his age. Jog on if you think I'm nearly at 70. So anyway, I sent some messages while we're trying to have a nice dinner. But I'm like, ah, oh, I'd really rather not have a picture of my face associated with some mean comments because I don't do the mean comments. I don't want to have to do the time if I'm not the kind of person who does the crime. So messaged the website and they didn't do anything. And I t- took a screenshot of it and tweeted it. Um, and I thought, well, that will get that sorted. And since then, my inbox has been a delightful array of people telling me how bad I am. And you think, well, that's valid. Yeah. Uh, maybe I am. Why am I bad? And they say, because of your vile comments about whoever it was on Strictly. I'm like, oh, that's... You've, it's no, that's not me. That's mm. So look, two options for a phone-in today. One would be, um, if I keep getting lots of hate, maybe I will start being mean about people because might as well be hanged for a sheep as a lamb. But better than that, I think, it's, I, think I just need to change my name. The N in the middle has not been quite as predictive. It's not been a prophylactic N like I thought it was going to be. So I'll take your suggestions for other names that I could call myself, seeing as I might have to rebrand so that no one thinks I'm uh, that Steve Allen. I'll tell you what the other weird thing I've noticed as well. That timeline is that he says mean things, but he calls Tilly chubby, which is not... Why, why would you... Who, why would you be that person to say that? But anyway. Then the website uses a picture of me, and then everyone on that website posts loads of comments saying, well, look at the state of him. I mean, I didn't pick this fight, but if if you're going online to say you shouldn't say mean things about the way people look, maybe back off about that. Attack the comment rather than my big round ball fat face. Thank you very much for highlighting that, user 369. But afternoon, I'm 
I mean, I don't know what to say yet, because I think I might have to not be called Steve Allen, given that I've had a big old slice of fun, if by fun you mean a full day of my inbox. People have been finding my website, which has pictures of me on it, which I'm fairly sure are not pictures of a 67-year-old man. And still, going to that website, going down the bottom that goes contact me, finding my email address and sending an email saying, I think it's terrible what you've done about Tilly Ramsey. Like, wow, how have you gone to that much effort to track down my email address but zero effort to make sure it's the right person but anyway i thought why why fight against the obvious trend here i need to rebrand this is like that episode of a seinfeld where elaine's dating someone who's got the same name as a serial killer it's not quite that is it to be fair but um it's time to rebrand different name and on that i'm taking your suggestions of what else i could be called Rhonda says steve you could be on air not that steve allen okay fair enough i know i see what you're doing there or just young steve allen i'm not sure i can get away with calling myself young if people think a picture of me looks like a 67 year old man kenny says how about calling yourself Stephen allen with a ph <laughs> that one's got me all right i like that in the papers today david and victoria beckham and i know what you're thinking is he going to be mean about two celebrities? <laughs> that would be quite the cheek, wouldn't it? That would be quite rum of me. No, I'm not. This story is actually not picking on them at all, which means you can tell which Steve Allen you're listening to. David and Victoria Beckham have been given the go-ahead to build an office in their listed home if they share it with bats. And I mentioned this because at the start of the week we talked about how I had an accident with expanding foam. It's still on my fingernails. I got it off the flesh. Um, but it's coming along nicely. I did some sealant today. I've done. I've sealed some of the uh, the bigger gaps. Expanding foam for the real big gaps. Sealant on the other ones. This shed's going to turn into a studio. Whoa. But if I knew that I had to have bats in there with me, I'd probably leave it as a shed and keep working on the laptop in the house. Would you like the idea of an office? Well, here's the thing, though. They've submitted an application for an outhouse at their six million Cotswold estate. And planners have said the external walls must include a place where the bats can nest. Well, I like the idea. As long as your ceiling's big enough, because in my shed it's not, but if the ceiling's big enough so that you could sit there on your big expensive computer, because you're a millionaire, because you're the Beckhams, and you look up and there's just a ceiling covered in bats, and you're, you're as rich as the Beckhams, you would, wouldn't you? You'd get yourself a butler called Alfred. You would just, you'd be rude not to. Master, yeah, come in and... And then you could fight crime and you could realise that what you need is to become something that people fear. The only way to control is to become an icon, a symbol of that which we fear most. And obviously for their point of view it would be a Spice Girls reunion. I was mean after all. It shouldn't have been mean. It shouldn't have been I got an email from someone, again, who tracked me down on my website. Which, to be fair, is mrstevenallen.co.uk. So, you know... I can see how they found it. But then found from there the email address. Steve, how dare you make those horrible and hurtful comments about a very young girl, Tilly Ramsey. Are you fixated and jealous that she has a world-renowned father? I mean, I didn't make those comments. I'm not fixated. I mean, I'm jealous she's got a world-renowned father. Although, to be fair, after the year I've had, I prefer my own dad. But there we go. Uh, I will never tune into anything involving you ever again, says that person. Won't read out the name, because they got the wrong person. I was not me! I thought that would have been obvious. So instead, I'm just gonna have to change my name, can't I? That's all I have to do. Fill in a bit of paperwork and then leave all this flack behind. 01708 74 1075. 
for suggestions for names. Let's go to the phones. Hello. 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 <laughs> I was thinking, what about Stephen Allen? But I did, so my stage name has an N in the middle, so it's like Steve N. Allen. I thought I agree with you. I thought that would be enough to put the dog hounds off the scent, but apparently not. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree, and it's vile, isn't it? Yeah, I might have to... I, might, I need to go really off-piste, something that's nothing like Stephen Allen. What's? Can I ask what your surname is? I'm Arthur. Arthur. Ooh, that'd work. Oh, hello. I I'm could... quite royal, actually, because my name is Caroline Elizabeth Arthur, so I'm Princess Caroline, Queen Elizabeth, and King Arthur. Ooh, you've got more going on. Oh, yeah... Yeah, royals or you're named after pubs. Either way, I'll take yeah, it. You're welcome. You're welcome to uh, tag along on my name. Oh, I could call myself Caroline. We could be a bunch of Carolines, couldn't we? <laughs> you're right, cheers. Although, to be fair, Caroline is close to Caroline, which is already the name of my sister. I can't nick my sister's name, can I? Caroline Allen? Although she got married, so she's not using the surname part anymore. So, okay, we'll keep looking into it. In the papers today, supplies of Walker's crisps have been hit by an IT glitch. Apparently they've had problems routing packets. And I am reliably informed that that is a pun for people who know about network administration. It's not necessarily jokes for everyone on the show, but uh, you can't expect too much, can you? I'm busy trying to rebrand and change my name because the other Steve Allen's ruined the name Stephen Allen. So now we're going with, so far, the good suggestion is I use a name that I used to use on the afternoon show. I listen in to Stephen Starbuck. Fair enough. Thank you to Darren who's even tweeted as the, the image that he made for that back in the day. Promo shot for the Stephen Starra show. But still taking your suggestions, Kenny says, Jolly good afternoon, Steve. Careful who you use that. How did you know that name? Uh, could you say hello to Joe? He's never heard of your show before. I'm educating South Londoners on Time FM. Get tuned in. Get tuned in before I get cancelled, is what I would say. Rhonda says, can you not, for your professional use, uh, just have a different way of spelling Alan? Yeah, that'll throw him off my scent. A-L-A-N. Oh, so I could be Steve Allen. No, no, no spell differently. Like that. Well, let's see if the haters and trolls really spend time uh, spell-checking. Or, says Rhonda, Stevie Allen. No one gets to call me Stevie other than Larry. He knows me quite well. Afternoon, Steve. Fred from Barnhurst. Hello. Now, I've had a thought where you could call yourself. You could go for maximum offence here. Yeah. You could call yourself Steve N. Jimmy Savile. That would really <laughs> get them all going. Why not go for the complete meltdown? <laughs> oh, dear. You've got I mean, the northern voice, you got the northern accent, Steve and Jimmy Savile. That'd go well. <laughs> that, that would ironically fix it, yeah. That would fix it, wouldn't it? <laughs> that'd get them all, that'd really get them all uh, excited. Uh, I can always trust you for a call that I can't broadcast. Because the other Steve Allens managed to create enough trouble that I've got an inbox full of people telling me how vile I am. But for wrong reasons for once. Of course, of course I'm used to people telling me I'm vile. And they make very good points, we move on. But I wasn't the one making the comments. As we said on the show yesterday, as if I'd pass any comment on anyone's weight, we talked on this show last week about how my voluminous, capacious bottom is so big, I bent my bike frame by sitting on it. I'd take it down uh, Decathlon in Lakeside, get it refixed. And he was like, oh yeah, I think it's... And he said something like... Like how how tall did you have the the saddle up? I'm six foot two, mate. Have a guess. It was higher than my knee. I'll give you that much. So look, no comment on anyone's body. 
and yet still I'm getting the flack as if I was the kind of person to make these comments. Changing my names, your suggestions, 01708 741075. To the phones, hello. I think we should we should free, free, light Steve Starra. There ain't <gasps> no one with Steve Starra. You Steven know it, Starrer. I know it. Are the, oh, where are the Steven jingles? Starrer. I've I've still got the jingle somewhere. For those who don't exactly. know this, this would have been a long while ago, isn't it? You remember when you did that thing in the mall? So it was a weekday afternoon show. We used to get people in from the Romford Shopping Hall to come and talk about their shops. And it was Andy, was his name? And I was making them do jingles. And they had to say, I'm listening to Stephen Allen. And his came out like, hang on, here it is. I'm listening to Stephen Starr. Who would have thought, years later... I finally get myself... It's, it's an alter ego. This is like at the end of Shawshank Redemption, where he goes under the name of whatever it is. He's no longer Andy Dufresne. He uses the uh, the alter ego. I'm listening to Stephen Starrer. That's it, Steve Starrer. No one will notice... No one no one will know it's you, then will they? <laughs> Stephen Starrer. Change your name. Get the job done. Sorted. <laughs> <laughs> right, there we go. There's another yep. suggestion for the board. Lovely. Yeah, I'm going to start I'm gonna start a little campaign on Twitter when I get home. I'm going to put, I've still got that little Steve Starrer picture up as well. I'm going to get that. I'm going to put that up. In the papers today, adults lose more than 501 hours sleep a year. Now, I'll take a slice of that, obviously, over the last 24 hours. Maybe there's something on my mind. Didn't sleep particularly well. Had some weird dreams about everyone hating me for no good reason and insulting the way I look. Plus, also, last week I went to the dentist and she says I grind. Now... I didn't see anything wrong with that, but turns out there is, and actually looking back on it, there was always something wrong with it, and uh, yeah, apparently I'm a grinder, so <clears throat> I think it was a dentist anyway, oh, whoever it was put the fingers in my mouth, but the point is, adults lose more than 501 hours sleep a year due to noise, with the noises that their partner make being the main culprit. Nine in ten people spend an hour and 22 minutes awake each night. I mean, over the last couple of nights, though, other than last night because of the stupid thing on the internet, um, the rain was keeping me awake. Oh. But your partner snoring is a nightmare. I remember growing up when, if ever we'd go on holiday and my parents would have to save money and get, like, a cheap hotel room that had a, root, a bed for me in it, even when I was getting quite old. But, you know, we were northern and poor. And it was always hell because Dad's snoring was so loud. Like looking back on it he should have been proud when you snoring's annoying but when you get to that level you're thinking get norris mcwurter on the phone we've got something going on here trying to sleep with that going off Uh, almost a quarter are disturbed by snoring 10 percent wake themselves up with their own nasal snoring they must do that thing as well where you break wind and wake yourself up who was that was someone there someone there graham in brentwood says given your predicament have you considered about changing your name to Alan Stevens? Hmm, it should be easy for you to get used to, and does have the slight tinge of Alan Partridge about it at the same time, which, let's be honest, isn't too far off the truth, says Graham. And then he says, not my words, the words of Shaking Stevens. Enjoying the show, as always, Graham and Brentwood. I'll take that, actually. Not only whilst doing this show I can't remember who it was who emailed in months ago saying the more I hear you the more you sound like Alan Partridge which I guess is a compliment is it a compliment is it a compliment I mean when it comes to having a fried breakfast I do use my sausage as a breakwater it's a lot of 
on the last episode of Late Night Mash that went out last night on Dave. It's still available on Catch Up. It gets repeated on Sunday night. Yes, yeah, Sunday night at 10. Uh, my character is called Tom Logan, and he's been slowly going through a breakdown through this slightly longer series. And they left in one of my favourite bits. We filmed it um, two days ago, and I, you never know if it's going to make the edit, so I didn't say anything about it. But I get to do this um, this rant about my new podcast, Tom Logan's Chat Tombola. And afterwards, the head writer, he was chatting to me, and he was saying, Steve, I think you're this show's Alan Partridge. And it is difficult to be complimented by that, but I know what he means. I have spent many a time in, not a travel tavern, but... No, no, I've been to a, a lodge, an inn. I've done all of them. Um, I mean, I've never got to the stage where I've had to call up and say, like, I've dismantled the Corby Trouser Press. Will it show up on my bill? I've never done that one. Um, what other things have I never... Calm down, Lynn. You're suffering from a minor woman's whiplash. I've never said that as a sentence. Um, what other lovely partridge moments are there? This chemical toilet is a Saniflo 33. Now, this little babe can cope with anything, and I mean anything. Um, I am available for that kind of voiceover work, though. I've done worse. <laughs> so whilst Alan Partridge might have advertised the Saniflo 33, I've honestly done a voiceover for a tank. It was years ago, and I needed the money, and I did a voiceover for the, um, the TS-90 or the T-something-90. Uh, it was the TS-90, which is um, smaller than the T-90, but with just as much firepower. So if you're ever in the market for buying a tank, there's a chance you hear me doing the voiceover. You're onto something there, Graham. I may well be a real-life partridge. One of the things we're looking for today, your tips for a good night's sleep. After some survey came out saying that we don't sleep very well, what helps you drift off? Martin gets in touch via the email, says, Afternoon, Steve. I find if I want to have a really good night's sleep, 13 pints help. Well, let's, I mean, we'll write it down, but I'm not sure that's exactly what we were going for. I thought we were going to be all healthy and come up with healthy suggestions, and then I could launch my own version of Gwyneth Paltrow's goop, which even as a sentence sounds wrong, but it's, it's a real thing. And I was going to try and help you uh, help me make some money but sadly that so we'll put it on the list but any other things that help you sleep on air at time 1075.net and teddy nell park says afternoon steve watching a tv program oh he's watching a tv program oh in fact even you're le- not listening great it says all about hogarth just learned a great new word peregrination peregrination i've had to look this up i don't even know if that's how you say it hang on i might better turn the volume up Peregrination. Yeah, peregrination. Peregrination is a journey, especially a long or meandering one. Wow. Teddy Nelm Park, who's given us that word? We don't have thick listeners to this show, which I think we're all surprised by. But, so I've also been spending my time just looking up other Alan Partridge quotes to test if I am Partridge or not. Um, where's the other one that I just spotted? Obviously, there's the uh, Give Me a Second series, which is the kind of thing we are actually saying to Dave, the channel at the moment. Um, Jet from Gladiators to host a Millennium Barn Dance at Yeovil Airdrome. Properly policed. It must not, I repeat, not turn into an all-night rave. That's the kind of thing that I do leave myself notes saying. It's in the independent website. There's there's like loads of Alan Partridge quotes. Number 20 is my favourite. It's not necessarily that Alan Partridge, but I, I do love it. When he said, Let appears me foot on a spike. In the papers today, a budget London to Edinburgh train service is offering trips for £14.90. Now, I wanted to mention that I don't really have a hot take on it at all. I just like the idea of, like, yeah, 
if you want us to get out of our cars and into trains, charge us 15 quid for something that charged be a lot more in a car. It would be so nice if we were enticed onto a train rather than, well, you're going to have to get a train because if you want to drive, you're going to have to try and drive through or round or over people who've glued themselves to a carriageway. Stressing me out trying to get, because I've got to get, get to a gig after this. The M25's a nightmare. And uh, so it's going to be stressful. Plus, also, we're trying to work out today about whether I should change my name after Steve Allen Elsewhere on radio gives this Stephen Allen right here, for some reason, an inbox full of a lot of... Oh it's, oh, it's been very tricky. Let's take it to the phones for your take on this 01708 741075. Hello. Hello there, Steve. Are you still getting all this harass from the... Uh... Oh, I'm getting, a lo- I'm getting a lot of harass, yeah. Right. I've got an idea for you. We should do... Don't change your name. Just say... Steve Allen of the Mass Report at LBC is cobblers. <laughs> but it makes it even more yeah, it makes it even more confusing that the show's not called the Mash Report anymore. It's called Late Night Mash. Yeah, but the same Steve Allen go and get stuffed. <laughs> well, I don't want to descend to his level. That's the thing. I, yeah. Uh, Do you know, I've noticed this, actually. I've noticed this, Steve. I've spent 24 hours of people thinking I was the one who made those comments, and lots of people online have said, well, look at the state of him. He shouldn't be commenting on someone's weight, which is true. I'm not svelte. My body mass index is not in the healthy range. But it doesn't make any sense, does it? It can't just be that... Like, that logic means that if I were Naomi Campbell, then I could have a go at anyone for being chubby. No one yeah, should be No one should be passing comment on anyone's yeah, weight. That's right. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, that, that radio station actually sends me to sleep. Because you've got, you got everybody that whinges. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. I'll tell you what, fall asleep. Well, to be fair, normally I'd rule that out of being a non-sequitur, but that is the other topic today, isn't it? What makes you fall asleep better? So, fair enough, we'll, we'll let that one pass. Yeah. Who'd have thought? Right? Two for one on that one. And some website used a picture of me whilst talking about the other Steve Allen's comment about Gordon Ramsay's daughter, and I've been having a day of people online just saying, you're too ugly to be making those comments. And that might be true. And I didn't make those comments. I mean, I'm walking away from this very much not in profit. I've just been insulted and also didn't do the bad thing. So what should I change my name to instead? Valerie says, how about Steve Allen, the real man among the two presenters? What a jerk, says Valerie. Men love to put down women, especially men of a certain age, to boost their macho. Uh, I'm sure you have more manliness in your slender pinky than he does in his whole chubby body. Well, that's the thing. I'm not... I'm not I don't think that we should be saying online that a person is too ugly to make those comments because that implies someone could be beautiful enough to get away with being nasty. No one should be nasty, but you're right. I'm not trying to um not trying to claim that I'm macho and manly. I I cry at films. I cry at TV shows. I cry at some adverts. Not even the ones on TV, just sometimes when I walk past a poster. I think I'm upset, but that's not what we're here for, is it? We've got lots going on. Loads of people have been saying about this online because I posted it online and people on Twitter have been saying, oh, there's no such thing as bad press. I don't really feel like it today. And Ted in Elm Park has sent me a message and I'm going to nick this and use this in the future because this is a beautiful sentence. So when anyone says, like, no, well, another thing, nothing. He says, no such thing as bad publicity. Look at Danny Baker. Yep, good point. Well made. Um, So it's been nice working here. That's Ted in Elm Park who gave us our word of the day. We've never had a word of the day on the show before, but we're getting quite clever now. Uh, What was it again? It was... Peregrination. Peregrination. There you go. It's good, isn't it? Even I'm surprised this is turning into a highbrow educated broadcast. 
01708741075 to the phones. Hello. My journey home tonight has been awful. Traffic everywhere. It's been such a peregrination. I just don't know what to do. <laughs> he put it in a sentence. Oh, did not expect what that. What do you reckon on that, eh? I know. I think we're all we're all shocked that you uh, you, know you formed a sentence. Yeah. You know, I am gonna use that more often. That word. If I can remember it, of course. Yeah. But I am going to use it more often. Today, when it's in your short-term memory, yeah, you can say your journey home was a peregrination. By the time you try it tomorrow, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I went out for a walk and it was a right peregrine falcon. Yeah, oh, it was a right Pythagoras rule. I tell you, I couldn't believe it. How do you get... How do you sleep at night? Do you remember that? When Matt, whatever his name is, from the one show, Baker, when Matt Baker... Am I saying the right name? Or am I picking... Because most bakers were Doctor Who, but Matt is the one that wasn't. Is that right? And he interviewed David Cameron. And he said, huh? Oh, is that right? Because he's, he's slightly from the north. Am I... I don't know what I'm doing. That I'm trying to do that accent from the holiday the other week where the waitress said, well, Can I get you any sauces? Can I get any mustard? No. Um, he was like, David Cameron, final question. How do you sleep at night? And everyone was like, oh, have you just literally asked him how he... How do you look yourself in the face? Um, so how do you manage to get some good sleep is what I'm trying to ask without all of the connotations. This is because survey came out saying we don't sleep well. Well, Michelle says, I find a nice hot toddy and an audiobook is great. Normally one that I've read or one of a show or drama that I've seen. Sherlock Holmes is a good one, as you have always seen the film with them in. And they are free. You just have to find libraries that have them and then put them on for 30 minutes. And I bet you, you won't make it to 15. Oof, threats. Works wonders. You just need to do it when you're on your own. Otherwise, you keep anyone else awake because they always want to know how it ends i love that anyone else as if it could could be more than one person any one of the group sharing that bed might be like steve you misunderstood why we invited you here you weren't meant to pop in an audio book and get some good sleep ted says valerian never met her so the only trouble is the smell cheesy feet oh no i have met her. um nice dreams though uh, very sound sleep, says Ted in Elm Park, Hornchurch, Essex. And then we'll take it to the phones as well. 01708 741075. Oh, hello, Steve, it's Lynn. Hello. Hello. Yeah, uh, my tips sleep are, um, I have a sniff of lavender and I count sheep. Hmm. <laughs> how, how far into the sheep do you get? Well, I don't know, i just count them, you know. <laughs> yeah, what kind of do you get into? Because if you get to three, then that's fine. But if, you, if you're dealing with, like, three figures... <laughs> Yeah, well, no. I don't know, because, you know, that's sort of 30, 40, something like that. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Mm. But you know what I do, though? I wait until I'm really tired before I go to bed, you know. Because if I go before that, I just can't, I just lie there awake for about an hour. You now and then there'd be too many sheep, wouldn't there? I'm with you on that one. If you lie there awake, you're counting sheep. You're going to have to start doing them in batches of dozens. Next thing you know, you're expressing it as 10 to the power of something. That's the podcast done and dusted. Uh, comic solving problems on Tuesday night. You could make a little thing in your diary for that. Nine o'clock, little comedy show. I think we're about done for uh, Late Night Mash on Dave. There's a best of next week, but hopefully another series comes up at some point. Other than that, subscribe wherever you found this, and we'll do another podcast next time we meet. Till then, bye.